the best strategy is one, find motivated seller. There will be motivated seller on the market. So try to find them, get some good financing condition. There will be motivated sellers. So it's going to be easier to find them. Hey, it's JP. Hi, it's Excel. And you're listening to Terry Shower on the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast show dedicated to real estate investing. And today we are here with Jean-Philippe Claude, founder of the Real Estate Investors Club. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going great. What about you? Good, good. A lot of, um, quite a bit of stuff on the, on the go on the real estate side. And uh, actually a closing to this week, finally. It is the last one before the holidays. And after that, it's, it's time off. Um, but I was hoping to take a little bit of time with you today because there's a lot of stuff happening on the on, on the market. Obviously, we all know of the big increase in interest rates and the, the, the fear level amongst investors that's been rising and be happy to see and get your, your take on it. And what would be some advice you would give to investors who are looking to jump in right now? So first of all, like, are you still looking to buy? We're actually, I got a closing tomorrow. Uh, I can't recall if I've discussed that before on other podcasts, but uh, 69 units, it's closing tomorrow. So everything's in line. So you should be sending the money uh, anytime soon, actually. Uh, so pretty happy. So yes, I'm still buying. And to answer the, the, the question, uh, of course, it's a, it's a time of uncertainties. So people are a bit worried. I don't believe the market, uh, the values are going to move. I don't think so, because there's so much upside. Yes, the, the interest rate is one. But if you look at the pressure on the rents, uh, we're missing, I think, like 60,000 apartments like by 2030, yeah. which is crazy in the province of Quebec, if we're discussing about Quebec. So there's going to be a, a huge pressure on the rents. Also, the other interesting facts is the replacement cost with everything that's related to construction is so expensive right now. So if you're buying a used building and a new one is building next to you, the replacement cost of, of that used building versus a new building is, is way different. And, and it's, it's much cheaper a used building right now than, buying, than building a new. So it's still competitive to buy used because of that replacement cost also for new units. So I think this is going to help also the used. For all these factors, yes, maybe it's going to drop a little, but it's not going to be that much. I was with uh, Patrice Menard at uh, one of the events of the club. He was thinking about 0.25% cap rate change, going higher cap rate, meaning higher uh, lower price. Uh, so it's, it's about a net revenue multiplier of 1.5. So it's, it's barely... Like you're not going to sense it on the market no. at all. So, and, and I agree with him. Uh, I think it's going to stay within that bracket because of everything else that's pushing the pressure mm -hmm. on the market. Yeah. Should we buy now? Yes. I got a few advice for people jumping in the market. It's now going to be a more balanced market. So it's not going to be a seller's market like it, it has been like for the last 20 years almost. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so it's going to be a more balanced market. And in a balanced market, it's going to be easier to find some deals with good financing conditions. Speaking of balance of sale, for example, 
And the deal I'm actually closing, uh, the 69 units, it's 13 million. We got 2.4 million in balance of sale, 8 million in financing. So that's the kind of strategy that the seller are more willing to do now uh, because of the interest rate going up, which went down a bit, by the way. Uh, we went up to 3.9 and the CMB, now we're at 3.4. So there was a little bit of wave. It's going to keep going up, I believe, but still we're just in a, in a little bit uh, of, a, of a value there. Mm-hmm. But find some motivated seller. There will be yeah. a motivated seller on the market. Yeah. So uh, try to find some good financing condition. That would and- be one tip. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's, it's a good reminder what you just said about maybe being more of a balanced market, because it's true that in the last couple of years, everyone's been so used to having to be extremely aggressive to get offers in the door, offers accepted and taken seriously, whereas now mm-hmm. it, it will be okay to put back a few conditions that people had omitted, such as the inspections. Of course, um, never... And- yeah, never buy a building without an inspection. No. I'm telling you on the podcast, this is a really bad idea. Yeah. yeah. But but to be a little bit more conscientious of that of sometimes, you know, everything before you got to go fast, you got to remove the conditions and stuff like that. Whereas now financing is going to be a little bit more complicated and financial institutions aren't going to be as generous like they have been in the last, let's mm-hmm. say, three, four years. And it will there will be less offers. So now is also going to be the time to make aggressive offers. I was going to say on the lower rent, you see something at yeah. a million, offer 850 and just wait and see. And you That's, might be surprised. Yeah. And, and think about that also, Excel, in, uh, for the, uh, the financial institution, they were just like, there was so much demand that they could be like very difficult with their borrowers. Now, if the volume is reducing, I've just, I've just talked with Desjardins uh, last, uh, last week, and they're still busy, but they're busy explaining the MLI Select program. They're not busy making loans anymore. Yeah. And you know how the banks are working there, they need to uh, lend that money out but they're not i don't think they're going to change the debt coverage ratio that kind of stuff but we're going to see amortization go a bit higher it doesn't make any sense i mean 25 years the building in 25 years is obviously still going to be there so amortization and conventional banking is going to stretch up it's already starting in the new uh we see a laurentian, laurentian bank going 30 so there's going to be different financing conditions mm-hmm stretching and and the banks are going to be a bit more interesting again the balance between (laughs) again the balance between banks and and buyers like sellers and buyers are going to be more balanced yeah and now in terms of market so we all know you're very multifamily heavy if if Mm -hmm. that might be in fact everything that you have i have some friends that are that have only been doing some short-term rental and some airbnb cottages and they're telling me like occupancy is dropping this summer isn't nearly as good and so my question to you was do you see any other asset classes that are as resilient as multifamily in a period of of downturn like what would you invest in industrial 100 percent. but the problem is not it's not entry-level sophistication investment multifamily mm-hmm. Okay, don't don't get that wrong uh, because I'm I'm teaching real estate, obviously. But you don't need to be that much sophisticated no. to start investing in multifamily. You lose a client, you just put an ad on marketplace to get that client back. But if you go in industrial, then you need to have a good network of different types of company that could like uh, be your 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 tenant there. So you need a, a level of sophistication a bit higher. The risk is higher too, but 
there is basically no empty industrial building no. anymore. And and industrial was such a class that was dis, discarded before because the rents was like five to six dollars uh, a square foot. And now in the last two years, it's 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 gone to fourteen dollars a square a square foot. Like this is how much the rents have been exploding in the last two three years for the industrial market. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely nuts. Um, and, there, and there's also been some good structural changes in the economy that have pushed that sector big time. Well, you got problem in supply chains. So the supply chains, I think the companies try to get back their supply mm -hmm. chain. There's also the web, the pick and all, pack. The, all the sales made on the web. You, yeah. you need some storage there yeah. and some dispatch. So everything combined is a good pressure around the industrial. So I think, yeah, residential, commercial, depending on uh, depending on where you're located industrial very good mm -hmm. what about and some new that, construction new construction very difficult these days because of again the supply chain mm -hmm. uh, so i would not recommend somebody to start new construction now because the supply chain is very hard the manpower is hard to get there's so much volatility in the prices also that's I can't say don't start with this, but at least start with a small project because there's going to be very like, like there's going to be so much uncertainties in that project. And also you need to have a good stress test because if you refinance in one year, two years, it's going to be difficult. The cities are so long to get the permits also. So in Montreal, we have an average of about two years. If you buy the land and you start getting your permits, it's going to be about two years. Yeah. that's very terrible and and I, I just thanks for bringing this up because i don't know about you but i'm so tired i feel like there's so much bashing on landlords and yes. real estate investors but it's the real estate investors who add units to the market who renovate old sixplex 12 plexes in order to house families and it's difficult right now i find the the general environment is not only difficult with with financing and everything that you just mentioned but the human sentiment is also not pleasant because the minute it's you say not. you're a landlord you're labeled as a i'll keep my I'll, I'll stay polite but you're labeled as an asshole yeah that's it there's there's like there's criminals and real estate investors <laughs> just below like yeah. this is this is how much we're popular i was about to i was supposed to do a tv show on landlords uh last year we We've done, I think, one day of production, and then I've declined the offer because I was too worried about the image of the real estate investor. And that's that's really sad because yeah. real estate investor, they're bringing old buildings back to life, saying like every person that has a roof today, almost everybody, was it was built by somebody who wanted to make money in real estate and build that building. So you have a roof because somebody was interested in building, in making a profit in, in building this, uh, this building. So you have a roof because a real estate investor, like it's mm -hmm. not the city that builds the apartments. It's the real estate investors. Yeah. Like and, it's, it's the promoters and stuff. And this is where, and I'll just pick an example. We're working on a project in Verdun for a duplex. We can add two floors. So we'd like to take it to a six unit. And the city is saying, oh, crise du logement, we need more dwellings, increased supply. Just getting an appointment and getting a feasibility conversation with them is pulling teeth. It's been months. And there is such a disconnect between what the politicians say, what the city hall says, and what the 
Office of Urbanism actually translates into. And I think we're all sadly paying the price for that. What's what's funny is that everybody wants more about more dwellings. Like we need dwellings. We okay, where do we put it? Give Now me a permit. A new law where, yeah, that's it. We there's a new law on the south on the south shore. There's few gulfs that have been protected. So now you can't build on the on those gulfs. And there's uh, there's also uh, a, a good article actually a good article. Sorry, that's the French getting out. A good article uh, in La Presse about the densification and in Fairview Point Line, Point Life, you know the area next to the REM station. They were planning to build some some sky, not skyscraper, but at least like towers, towers yeah, of maybe yeah. 10 or 12 stories high next to the highway in a parking lot of a, a centre d'achat, like a commercial center. And it was not disturbing anyone disregarded by the city. This is this is just it makes no sense. And it's well it connected and there's no some sense. commercial space around it. It makes no yes. sense commercial next to the rem station like there was perfect and i know I'm, i'm i'm coming from this area i know that this parking lot has never been full <laughs> since day one that there was yeah. even in christmas eve like <laughs> before christmas eve there was nobody in that parking so it was a perfect spot decline by the city so like everybody's yeah they want more dwelling but not yeah not not in my backyard yeah no. that's it yeah it's that's tough crazy. it's tough and it'll be interesting to see how the next couple of months and i was gonna say a couple of years uh develop i mean we're all in this for the for the long run so we'll stick around it's it's really sad for for people but on the other side it puts pressure on my actual apartments so it's like it doesn't make sense like i'm i'm, I'm super upset about this but on the other side look It's going to put more pressure on my rents and people are going to keep complaining that the rents are going up. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And, and the city is like two years. If you, like, this is two years where there's no dwelling available for people. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, and, and, and there's taxes there. It's two years without taxes on dwellings that could exist right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm not a politician. I'm just, this is something I can't change on, unless I'm going to, I'm going to politics, but this is something we got to play with. Yeah. And this is the way it, it is. Is this, uh, in, in our case, we, we bought a building fully vacant. It's a four unit in Laval next to the Cartier, Metro Cartier. Yep. And we asked for a building permit in January. We still don't have it. And now every time, and we said to the city, like, ideally we're aiming for July 1st. And now every time we talk to the city, we say, well, there's four families who can't be housed because we haven't been able to do the renovations because we're still waiting for you for the permit. And every time we talk to them, we tell them that now, because we also want them to take some of the responsibility. So anyways, not always pleasant. All right. Last words of wisdom, JP. Okay. I've said that in the class before. So If you want to jump into multifamily, okay, I think the best program there is, the best strategy is one, find motivated seller. There will be motivated seller on the market. So try to find them, get some good financing condition. There will be motivated sellers. So it's going to be easier to find them. So one, so it's going to reduce your down payment. Second option, if you don't own anything, I think still duplex, triplex, fourplexes, with the CMHC uh, insurance where you can get 5% down payment for duplex, 10% triplex and four and fourplexes is really good to start in real estate. It's the best school. 
And if you want to go a little bit higher, look at the banks, like the six to 12 units, they have some flexibility where they could finance it personally. So it's you're not going to be affected by debt coverage ratio. It's going to be on your ratio. Be careful on that. Yeah. There's a good chance that the, that the building could be negative cash flow. So you need to check that up too. But at least the, finance, the financing is going to be way higher. So I think that these three strategy, motivated seller, if you start with duplex, triplex, fourplex, it's a good strategy. Or six to 12 units. I know Desjardins have some program. I know RBC have some programs too with uh, personal financing with these buildings. I think it's a very good strategy these days. Mm-hmm. Very good points. And for everyone listening, that keep that as a motivation. Follow that advice. And of course, keep listening to the podcast, subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and send us some feedback. It always helps. So JP, thank you very much for your participation today. Always a pleasure to have you on. And to anyone listening, we will have some more coming. And in the meantime, have a wonderful summer. Keep researching your market and make some offers. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating. Leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.